0: We looked last night at, at the fact that Jesus' baby announcement was given 700 years in advance through the prophet Isaiah that, that let the world know that unto us a child would be born and a Savior would be given, that fitting those two qualifications, he would be the God-man Walking the earth, the only person that could bridge the gap between God and sinful man. We look this morning not at Jesus' baby announcement, but his birth announcement. Given as uh, read by John this morning by the angels to the shepherds. You know, imagine that you're waiting on, in an airport. All the flights have been canceled for days, and you're there with a friend who's been talking to uh, someone at the ticket counter and comes back. The friend finally comes back to you and says, Hey, good news. You don't have much chance of being drafted. It's not exactly, I mean, that's good news, I guess, but it's not exactly the good news that you're looking for at all. Imagine you're stuck by the side of the road. Your car is broken down on Christmas morning, and you've got your family member on the phone trying to help you find one mechanic that might be open. And your, your friend, your family member comes back onto the phone and says, hey, I've got good news. Mortgage rates are going back down. You probably just hang up on them. Whether it's good news or not, it's not the good news that you're looking for. When the angels made their announcement to the shepherds when Jesus was born, it is still the best news ever. The best news ever. They said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David, a Savior who is Christ the Lord. First, the shepherds didn't have to fear. I mean, that fear not was pretty important. This wasn't the army of the Lord. It was coming to them with, with vengeance. And they, they were would have been familiar with the story of the Assyrians outside of Jerusalem, that a single angel of the Lord came and wiped out their camp completely. Here's a whole host of angels that would have struck fear into the hearts of these shepherds. So that message of fear not is important. But secondly, the shepherds were told that the best news would be for the most people was to be announced that that night. These are amazing statements from heaven, messengers sent from God himself and we don't realize just how excited these angels were as well to share this message as we've talked about on sunday mornings peter writes about how the gospel itself was something prior to this morning of jesus's birth the gospel was something that angels themselves longed to look into longed to know about what is it that the triune god is up to god the father Son and Holy Spirit. We don't realize just how excited they were. They tell you, they tell them, for unto you is born. He is truly human. Jesus' birth would only be the beginning of a special life with special teaching, actions, and and living for the people that he would seek to redeem. Truly human, but truly divine. Divine. Jesus was bringing God's presence to earth in a most special way. He would span, as God himself, the gap between God and man. They tell them a Savior is born. His being born as the one and only God-man had a purpose to be the Savior of all mankind. What could be better news that would amount to great joy for all peoples? Didn't matter what color of the skin. Didn't matter what tribal or ethnic or national allegiance or background. Good news for all people. What kind of message would be broad enough to be significant And able to impact still. The fact is that Jesus is good news for everyone. Because he is the solution to the problem of sin. The problem that we let into this world. He is the answer to the penalty. And the power. And the presence of sin. There is significance in the fact that Jesus was also born in Bethlehem. The city of David. And I, although it's it's significant, obviously because of the fulfillment of prophecy, as we've read in Micah five verse two. But you, O Bethlehem, from you shall come forth for me one who is to be ruler in Israel. It's a fulfillment of prophecy, sure. But but a big significance of Jesus being born in Bethlehem has to do with who these shepherds are and 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 what particular sheep. These shepherds are watching. You see, the land outside of Bethlehem is where the temple flocks would be watched. Where the temple flocks would be kept. They were the sheep that would be used for the continuous sacrifice that took place in Jerusalem. Whether these shepherds knew it or not, Jesus had come to eliminate their jobs, to downsize them, if you will. He came as the final lamb that would be slain as a substituting sacrifice, paying the penalty for sin. He came to be the all-powerful offering for his followers to be able to draw near to and break the power of sin in their lives. He came to destroy the forces of darkness. And for those who truly follow Christ as their Savior, to have the the sin in their lives and the sin surrounding us, the presence of sin finally removed. They tell them, this is the Savior who is Christ the Lord. You know, I just happened to um, be driving yesterday and Uh, The car uh, was set to WIBC, and they were just beginning uh, Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. But they introduced it saying this, and I was astounded. They said, prior to the writing of the Christmas Carol, Christmas was simply a religious celebration. But with the dawn of of Charles Dickens' Christmas carol, it took on its festive, celebratory, exciting spirit. I was like, what in the world? Of course, Charles Dickens would roll over in his grave if he had heard that. This is the birth of the Savior who is Christ Christ. The anointed one. The the special Messiah provided for us that needed to be God himself to do what it is that we needed to have done. He is the God appointed, God anointed one who fulfills all the promises of the covenant. It is worth plenty of celebration just on its face. He is the Lord. This would have startled the shepherds that they were being told that he is the God of the Old Testament. He is the Jehovah himself that in Hebrew was known as the Lord throughout the Hebrew scriptures. Let's say you're waiting for some good news. Let's say it's so dire. You're you're laying in in a hospital bed. With a, with a raging infection. And the doctor walks in and says, good news, I'm going to Hawaii this summer. You'd want to throw something at him. Well, let's say you're just at a normal doctor's visit. And this is just routine. Just, you know, getting it done because your insurance covers it. And you're surprised to learn that you have a terminal illness. You're surprised to learn that if something isn't done, you're not going to be around within six months. But then you're given the good news that there is a treatment. That if it's followed, it has near 100% success rate. In fact, it is a 100% success rate. It would take a little bit of time for you to, the the fact to sink in that your body has an illness that could kill you. Of course, we all do. It's called life. But most likely, you'd be glad that the disease was identified and that there was a treatment for it. You'd be glad that that you were informed that it was there because up to that point, you just didn't even know. It probably wouldn't take long for you to choose. Yeah, get me that treatment. Let's start it. When can we start it? Can we start it today? This is how it is for us with Christ. So many of us, not only is Christmas a time to stop and spend with family and, and remember how special it is. Somebody got a phone call. Remember how special it is to be with family and friends. But also, it's a time to remember that Jesus stepped in and solved a problem that most in the world didn't even know they had. And maybe your neighbors, maybe your family members don't even know they have it a terminal illness of sin. and this is an excellent season to share with them that this one who came as a baby came as a savior as the anointed one for salvation who is Christ our Lord he didn't just come to live as a baby but to live an entire life and to die on the cross for our sins and to be resurrected and to go ahead of us and to allow us to be with him one day Accepting Christ as our Savior. Let's bow our heads. God, thank you for giving to us what we we could never imagine that we needed. Lord, the world never, ever knew just how ill we were with sin. Father, I pray, Lord God, that this day would possibly be for a friend here, a family member, a neighbor, would possibly be the time when they truly know who who you truly are, what you have truly done in sending us Christ. That we would be able to live for your glory and experience our greatest good. Lord, I pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.